You want a footy podcast with expert opinion. Beat Freo there last year for whatever that holds. Yeah, it's the least relevant game of 2016. <laughs> with sizzling hot takes. They're a bigger cop taste of their fans than late 1990s Pamela Anderson. And unique analysis. What was it? What was the quote, mate? I don't know. I was pissed. <laughs> you want the Greenfield Post footy podcast. Yeah! We're back again. Another GFP footy podcast. Heaps to talk about. Could uh, Sydney and GWS. What a game of footy that was. St Kilda, Essendon. Melbourne and Adelaide, including Clayton Oliver, um, just bizarrely kicking the footy the wrong way. I always love seeing that. I've uh, got a new segment I'm going to bring to the table, which revolves around the fullback of the century, of course. We're talking about Liam Jones. Uh, we're going to ask the other two boys who's going to make the eight with a bunch of teams finishing 6th to 11th at the moment. Rudy's Rens back. Dusty Martin, weird take of the week. Give me something. You are in the GFP footy podcast. You are with Rabs Warren. And Rudy Etzel, how are you going, Roots? I am fantastic. Oh, mate. You're always good when you've beaten Hawthorne on the weekend, It my is friends. always good. Always and good. Ethan Meldrum, um, well, I don't know if you're as happy because uh, it seems I'm that... I'm never happy. It seems that <laughs> Melbourne love <laughs> playing... I've supported Melbourne for 21 well, years. I'm never happy. It seems Melbourne love playing at TAO since. Stadium as much as people love the rural round on Fox footy. <laughs> not even going to go there. Um, <laughs> what, what, what was that? A bunch of footy players wearing cowboy hats. boys from the bush and we're back in town. For me, the only thing... I took out of it was um, Luke Hodge looks really good in an Akubra hat. That's basically all I've got out of that. Oh, yeah, Mr. Colac himself. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Colac. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, good game of footy, G- uh, Geelong Hawthorne. We are going to get onto that, but of course, we are going to start, as always, with performers of the week. I'll go, uh, I'll go first. Dane Zorko. Mm, yeah, right. I thought you said last week he's just your lock for the rest of the season. So. <laughs> What what's that about? Um, Are you not going Dane Zorko? No, I'm not because the Zork, unfortunately, uh, he he. What's let, happened to you? He, he let me down. Uh, he, he Who are you and what well, have you done with he, Ryan Warren? Well, he doesn't really <laughs> deal with the tag. Unfortunately, he's got he's got a case of the Rory Sloans on the weekend, and uh, Dion Prestia did a number on him, um, which is a shame. So I've gone someone else that we've spoken about, and there was question marks as to whether this guy could play solely as midfield, and. Um, he had a really good game in the weekend. Chad Wingard against Melbourne. Um, 30 disposals. Against Melbourne. Three goals won, five tackles, six clearances. A really good game of footy from the Chad. Um, he's sort of replaced Robbie Gray in that uh, midfield setup at Port, hasn't he? They sort of um, intertwine. Yeah, I, yeah, they sort of intertwine. Like if, if Chad doesn't get you, then Robbie will mm. pretty much. Um, I I love Chad Wingard. I, the thing I love the most about Chad Wingard is he's here. No, he he hates footy. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. No, he's, he loves basketball. Yeah, he? yeah. He's got yeah. the yeah, Nick Curiosus about him. Yeah, yeah. He just, he's not, I don't know, maybe he doesn't hate footy, but he doesn't like footy at all. He doesn't watch any games or anything. And um, he actually, there was genuine talk at one stage that he was, like, his plan was to retire after 100 games and then pursue an NBL career. Mm. Um, it's it's funny how often you hear, I think it must be, it must be because footy's just absolutely everything in this, these guys' lives. Like everyone who wants to talk to him wants to talk to him about footy. Everything's footy. So you mm. see they get burnt out really quickly, unless you're like Adam Trelaw, who's just a fucking nerd. Yeah, or Tom Scully or, <laughs> or something. Or Tom Scully, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I guess it's, it's just a job for mm. them. Isn't it? It's weird to think when you like, footy is, you know, a passion of yours, but to think that the people inside it aren't living that yeah. way. It's so strange. In case of the Bernard Tomics, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, um, he, that's two, except, uh, except, that's two, except, ref- except, except Chad Wingar's kind of good at what he does. At the <laughs> well, that's two references to Australian tennis, bad boys. So, uh, bad we'll, boys. bad boys. We'll keep them. We, we've reached that quarter, I think. Uh, what about you, Roots? Who was your, uh, player of the week? Uh, it's probably no surprise to anyone. Mm. Uh, one P Dangerfield. No. Patty. Surely. My boy. Oh yeah. He, um, his foot had actually fallen off and had to be reattached yeah. in the first quarter. They put it on ice because they had to reattach it they within did. 15 minutes they before did. it died. Yeah, they, they sewed it up and um, 
and then they came back out courageously, heroically, and um, then they just started playing Paddy's Paddock. Well, they just stuck him at full forward. They cleared everyone out and said, just uh, let him do his thing because you can't stop him on the lead. He's too quick. You can't. He, he takes contested marks. He took eight marks inside 50. Mate, he is that good. Yeah. There was a real case of Chris Judd kicking 12 on the left playing for Caulfield Grammar about, <laughs> about his game on the weekend. Was, well, he kicked five, six. He, re- he I think he hit the post twice at least. He could genuinely have kicked 10. How many free kicks they come? I love the for, uh, four free kicks. Yeah, four. I yeah. loved the the audio from Hodgie being like, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen how high he jumps? <laughs> yeah. Like, and even um, Razor Ray's like, well, that, mate, yeah, that was the call. thing. They they chucked. They actually put Hodgie on him because he'd burnt through uh, Kurt Heatherley and someone else, and then not they put, hard to be they, fair. They put Luke Hodge on him, <laughs> and I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. You play him in front of Paddy, but yeah, he had eleven scoring shots in, and it was um genuinely reminiscent of, of Gary Ablett Sr. Mm. On, like, honestly, having watched Gary Ablett Sr. as a kid, that was kind of, he just looked that dangerous and unmatched up a bull on. <laughs> well, you, you, kind of, you kind of needed two players on him. Yeah. You, you, need, you needed Heatherly by his side and Hodge five Hodge, Yeah, five. Hodge in front of him playing that role. And, um, but yeah, they just couldn't stop him. And Clarko said as much in the post-match press, there was literally nothing we could do. Mm. Um and yeah, it was it was pretty it was pretty bloody special to watch. I was there, and um, it yeah, it was it was really really good. And they were genuinely like I said, Paddy's Paddock. They had Tommy Hawkins up on the wing <laughs> at one stage. Can you just get out of the fifty? Let him do his can thing. You imagine being the bloke to tell Tom Hawkins you're not allowed to play inside fifty. You got to play on the wing. <laughs> yeah. The only the only wing bloody Tommy Hawkins knows is the wings from KFC on Chapel Street. <laughs> what about you, Eve? Um. Tom Hawkins is a close second for mine mm. for actually getting out of Paddy Daniels. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, my player of the week was up the other end, Michael Hurley. Oh yes, he was. He's he's been in sensational form. Um, Did he play on the eel? Was he was he on Hipwood or was he on um, someone else? No, no he, he doesn't play for Richmond. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you dickhead! <laughs> <laughs> Who was he on? Yeah. Um. Sort of. Well, he was sort of was on it really. Carlisle played like forward in the yeah. second half. Carlisle was playing forward. That's because okay. that's because he he'd obviously gone into to Richard at at uh, he got at half time and said I, just, I can't be on any more bloody mark of the year highlight reels <laughs> getting stood on. <laughs> Fair enough. He's, He's a stepladder on Carlisle. It's a surprise. Michael Early didn't take mark of the year on him in the end. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty seven touches. Like it, he's he's the most versatile key back in the league by far. He went forward and kicked yeah. the goal. 500 meters gained. All of his touches effective. He's averaging something like 30 touches over the last month, which is ridiculous for a, a, a key stupidly back. Stupidly good. Yeah. Just um, yeah. Got to highlight his form. He's been sensational. He's been sensational down back. He has, and thank you very much for drawing the short story and actually picking an Essendon player because Rudy and I probably wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I can live with myself for doing it. Um, probably game of the round. You would have to say was. The Battle of the Bridge, even though technically I don't think you drive over a bridge to get from Sydney to Greater Western Sydney. Well, they've ditched that name, I think. They're calling it the Sydney Derby now. Are they? That's that's good. I mean, that's Um, better. But I'm surprised that no one one went any Sydney player. I mean, Josh Kennedy again, 28 disposals, one goal. Is he, over the last 10 years, the most consistent midfielder in the competition? Kennedy? He'd be close. Over the last 10 years. Well, yeah, the only thing that stops Ablett is that he missed so many... Um, games. Well, that's injury. it. But yeah. That's yeah. That's probably that's probably fair to say. Josh but, Josh Kennedy. Uh, Tommy Mitchell will get there. Oh, but he's an absolute freak. He's, uh, he's Ken- Kennedy's had like he's had twenty touches, sixty-seven games in a row, something like that. 
it's it's it's, it's a record, Mile, isn't it? AFL record. I'd, I'd say so. It's mm. miles ahead. But, but for Sydney to win that game, when I mean, you look at outside lanes, Franklin to kick four four. Another one, another guy playing forward who could have absolutely kicked a massive bag if he kicked straighter. GWS probably had the rest of the top five players on the ground. I mean, Papley arguably kicked three, but Callum Ward was unreal. Dylan Shield was unreal. Tom Scully was good, and Josh Kelly was good as well. But Sydney, they're just a great team. Like they don't rely on individuals. Yeah. I'll tell you what, um, speaking of Buddy, when he kicked that late, I think it was late in the third quarter, he kicked that goal from outside 50 and he's yep. left from the set shot from 60. I just turned to the boys, I was just like, that is just bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> one, he, does, yeah, he does these one-step 65-meter kicks as well. Yeah, and it just it, like, it was goal of the week. through post-high. It was goal of the week for about 30 seconds because Jaden Hunt's torp came straight after that. That was it. Wow. We'll I didn't know he could that. do that. <laughs> I didn't know anyone could do that. Those genuine Malcolm Blight areas. That was insane. That just flew. As soon as it hit the boot and it went that far high, high up, you were like, that's going through. <laughs> that's going to be a goal. <laughs> well, uh, we'll, we'll um, talk more but, about that, though. But Yeah, sorry. What you were saying, Sydney, they're a great team. Yeah. And they just, they, they have been for so long. They're like, you just can't shake them. I thought we were done with them. <laughs> I well, thought we were done with them this year. From 0-6, last week they were, I think, 8th at the end of the round. They're now 6th. That, that is ridiculous. They're the, the, the only good side in the comp at the moment. Yeah, yeah. if you had it put, should be flag favourites. They were paying a yeah. hundred dollars at round six to uh, win the flag. Mate, they could Did win you get the on? flag. No, uh, no, they could <laughs> easily win the flag. I, I would. I was not really joking when I said that they should be favourites. Anyone, anyone who has flag flag betting this year is an idiot. There's no <laughs> way you can pick who's going to win the grand final this year. But Sydney, uh, they are, they are clearly the most informed team in the competition. Probably next to Port Adelaide and Adelaide. Um, they're sensational, absolutely sensational to watch. The turnaround has been remarkable. Yes, they got players back. Isaac Heaney's been massive for them coming they, they, back. They, yeah, that's the thing. They could have so easily packed it in after zero and six, mm. and just thought, "Nah, this season's probably shot. We're probably not going to make finals." Credit to John Longmire for backing his team in, thinking, "Okay, no, we can win. We can win nine of our next ten games mm. and surge into the top eight before the season's even finished." Like they could generally finish top four after being zero and yeah. six. That's crazy. Be, they wouldn't be far out of top four, would they? I don't know the ladder off the top of my One head. Game. They, a game out of top four. One game and um, a little That's bit of... That's bullshit. That is, <laughs> that is bullshit. Well, one game and a fair bit of percentage because Port's percentage is the second best in the league. Yeah. Just because they beat up on shit they, teams. Uh, they, they're, they're the Matthew Hayden of the AFL. <laughs> really enjoy a flat track. And against Bangladesh as well. Yeah. Um, Friday night's game, we've already mentioned Joey Danaher as Mark was sensational. And Michael Hurley was sensational as well. Where are St. Kilda at? I mean, one week they come in, they're winning by 233 to nothing against Richmond, and then they get flogged <laughs> by Essendon. Like, it's weird. I uh, reckon, to be honest, I, I reckon this is about where, I think if Saints fans should be pretty happy with how they're going, to be honest. They, um, it's easy to forget that they supercharged a rebuild only a few years ago. Mm. And um, they're honestly a year ahead of where they should be. Mm. Um by all accounts, the fact that they're in, like they were briefly in the top four when they were spanking Richmond the other week. And, you know, the fact that they're even in, in finals contention at the moment, I think says um, pretty good things about the Saints and where they're at. They're I, in, they're I, I really like them. I think they're going to be a seriously good team going forward. We're going we're gonna to discuss, because there's obviously a bunch of teams like level on points or one game, the difference. And they're level on points with Melbourne and and, uh, and West Coast and Sydney and I should say, but they're probably not better than any of those teams on on their day. Well, I mean, they're, uh, I, they're, rec- I reckon they've got West Coast on their day. You yeah, reckon? they're. I, I'd say 
at, at, if, if the game were to be played at Etihad Stadium, I'd say certainly. Mm. Um, who else is around there? That like you know, Melbourne is there. They I don't think they'd beat Melbourne and Sydney. Sydney, nah, no, nah, Sydney would. No one's beating Sydney. They've got Sydney this week, I think. They do, yeah. And then last time they played Sydney, they got spanked. Mm, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, but they're, I mean, they're a game ahead of Essendon, who just beat them by ten goals. It's funny. They were the, they were the, they were most the flag favourites last week after spanking Richmond so convincingly, more convincingly than any side has ever spanked anyone this season. The yeah. And now they're ninth. The thing is, a week if, later, if they scrape into the finals. You know, and then put together a few hot weeks. And they could win the flag. Mm. <laughs> that's the that's the thing about the, I'm, I'm the round twenty three. The round twenty three <laughs> buy changes the game so so much. Yeah, like it's all of a sudden you just don't need to finish. I hated it anymore. last year, but now I'm all for it because it just it's Cause, so what, cause Melbourne because Melbourne Melbourne, again, Melbourne in the mix. <laughs> tell you what, West Coast have got a massively <laughs> hard game at the MCG against a Collingwood team that's going to scrape into the, the the finals after winning every single game for the rest of the season. <laughs> so it's going to be tight. Uh, but speaking of Melbourne, um, well, I've got a stat for you, Eth. Since 2012, they're two and ten in Darwin. Two oh. and ten. That yeah, is disgusting. but look at all the money they make from it. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think it's time to get rid of that. I think it's time to get rid of that. I it, reckon so. It is mm. disgusting. You you were horrible against Adelaide. Adelaide absolutely touched you up. The one shining light, as we've already spoken about, was Jaden Hunt's torpedo goal. I think I think that actually just landed in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> but did you the footage of Clayton Oliver kicking it inside Adelaide's forward fifty? I think it was Richard Douglas who ran onto it and snapped for the goal and kicked mm. it. What the hell? Uh, I the Hamburglar. What are you doing? <laughs> Just bizarre, uh, wasn't it? It was bizarre. bizarre. Real, 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 about, real case of the David Rodens about he's, it. <laughs> he's thinking about who to talk to a troll on Twitter next. To <laughs> got carried away. It was, yeah. Well, what, what do you make of it? Hey. Well, Melbourne bullied Adelaide um, round six, round seven, whatever it was. They, I mean, they had Viney, they had Jones, they had Tyson. They had a much stronger midfield. Jones? Which Jones are we talking about? Nathan. Oh. Nathan. He, he I thought we were about talking about Liam Jones out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about Matt. <laughs> no, um. Melbourne had a much stronger midfield back against Adelaide in round six, round seven, whenever it was. And mm-hmm. they bullied Adelaide in midfield because that's what they're susceptible to. They had none of that on the weekend. They were just, they were a shell of themselves. Mm. You know, it's really Clayton Oliver and I think Jake Melksham started in the centre. Like, he's, he's been okay, but he's, he's a... He kicked he's a, a few a, goals, though. He, he did. He kicked one from 65 that dribbled through. Mm. But he's not that hard-nosed midfielder that can really rattle Adelaide. Like I think he likes guys. to think himself as a hard-nosed sort of midfielder, can, but no, but, you're right. Come on, Jake. Um, yeah, geez, it's disappointing. But again, like, do you reckon Adelaide are happy with Sloan getting tagged? Because he's obviously tagged out of the game, but they're, the other team's sacrificing a player. So that means the Crouch brothers can get a bit more of the footy? Oh, I, they surely wouldn't be happy with their best player being tagged out of the game. Yeah, yeah surely. Sloan, not. Sloan was a Brownlow favourite after six weeks. Like, yeah. That, that's, how, that's how good he is, and that's how much influence he has on that game. I get, I get what you're saying. They've still only um, lost four games of the year. Right? Yeah. Mm. I get what you're saying, Rabs, like I, um, but that's the kind of thing you can't really afford when you're trying to win a flag with a, a thin midfield already. You, you can't you can't like look at the positives as, oh, the Crouch brothers get a bit more time on the ball. You know, you really need you really need your best player finding a way to get to get out of the tag. You need all yeah. three playing well. There's, it's when that's, was the, that's that's the onus for Adelaide. When was the last time a team won the flag with a midfield as as average as a tagged out Sloan and then like the Crouch brothers? I, I can't think of one. Maybe maybe Sydney 05. Is it, is it sort of well, Hawthorne, and, Hawthorne and Sydney have won the last 25 grand finals between them. So, <laughs> yeah. And their midfield are unbelievable. Yeah, exa- exactly. Like you can't, it's hard to think of a, a, you know, a midfield that thin 
winning winning a, a flag. Mm, I, no, I can't think of one. Yeah. Anyway, we we'll move on. Uh, I think I, I was going to bring a new segment to uh, the table, and uh, look, I openly admit that I was very skeptical that this guy was actually going to make it again as an AFL backman. And we are talking about Liam Jones. Oh, boy, oh boy, Liam Jones, welcome back to Earth. Um, um, uh, um, and um. Hopefully, yeah. Jones watch. Feels really good. It does feel really good because uh, he's <laughs> I done just, that. That audio of him, all I can hear is an. <laughs> um, oh, <it's> awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all Jack Redpath heard as well because uh, <laughs> Liam Jones was in his ear all day yesterday. Kept the big fella, and I, you know that I love Big Red. Kept him to six touches, zero goals, zero, and two marks. He is a freak, Liam Jones, and you, you. Posed, you said to me, if he had to play most games this year, he would be a lock for fullback in t- in the Australian team. Yeah, I reckon he would be. Yeah, he would be. Yeah. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Rance, maybe. Well, he, like, like, we're, we're talking about Liam Jones in the same conversation as Michael Hurley and Alex Rance. Yeah, yeah. It's turned him a three year deal or two year deal. Yeah, so, yeah. Sen- like sensational. And apparently, his man- his manager did say this, but he hasn't played a bad game this year. If it was in the VFL or in the AFL, he hasn't played a bad game. And apparently teams were asking if he, you know, is he available to be traded? Because they wanted to recruit him as a back. Pick player. him up on the cheap. Yeah. Mm. Well, well you think, now. Imagine, imagine how good he'd look in, in um, Melbourne's colours. <sighs> if only. Mm. But he's been sensational. Like, honestly, he is defensive marks, his fist work. That sounds he's a bit weird. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> Real but good he, fist work. But he's been he, sensational. He's so good at um, what he's... What his strength is, it's like pace, really. Like mm. he, he can, and he always he had can, that. Yeah, yeah. But he's so he's able to to um to like halve contests and win contests that he's out of position for because he he's so good at getting to back to them, mm-hmm. and um, and he's athletic and you know it's it's like he sort of wasn't he was never he didn't ever look like a smart footballer as a as a forward, but uh, you don't have to win contests as a backman. No, and, he, so, and he's always been good. In contested situations as well, there was that year at the Dogs where he was like top ten in the comp for contested marks. So like he hasn't come across a big forward yet, which is probably the next test of coming across like a, a Tom Hawkins or a, a Josh Kennedy or someone like that. If he can do well against those sort of players, there's, there's no real ceiling on what he's. They're two weeks away from the Cats at uh, Eddie had. Yeah, so you'll get Hawkins or Patrick Dangerfield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's going to be a huge, huge matchup. I well. Had, Carlton will win that game. Really? Against <laughs> Geelong? Yeah. You're going to say that. They, 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 they won it last year. They beat, it, they beat, they his, beat the Cats last year. His, his resurrection is is like the Matthew McConaughey's in Hollywood. So, <laughs> I mean, what what do you rate better? Do you rate, you look at Liam Jones as a forward for Carlton versus Liam Jones as a backman for Carlton or Matthew McConaughey in fool's gold to Matthew McConaughey in Dallas Buyers Club? Who has had the better resurrection? <laughs> I haven't seen either of those movies, so you can... <laughs> I'm just, I'm just <laughs> token Liam Jones. Liam Jones, we'll just go Liam Jones. How no. could you not? Uh, it's, it's, those stories are, they're fucking awesome in the footy. Well, it, it's, are. you know, yeah. you look how at. Could, how could you not feel good about everyone, Liam Jones playing well? Yeah. And he was that kind of, uh, he was that, always that kind of like sentimental favorite. Of, mm. Yeah. Was a whipping boy. Now he's just a fan's favorite. Everyone's mm. loving him. Um, so we spoke it's about. A, it's, a, it's a better movie than Brennan Goddard's, let's be honest. <laughs> You love you love referencing that, don't you? Um, never stop. No, you, and please don't ever stop. So six to eleven. We spoke about it. One game uh, separates them: Sydney, Melbourne, West Coast, Sydney, all on thirty six points. And then you got Essendon and Western Bulldogs 
10th and 11th from 32 points. In fairness, Port Adelaide and Richmond, 4th and 5th, are only on 40 points. So that's how tight this is. Now, with those teams on 36 and 32, boys, I want you to tell me who you reckon is going to finish in the eight and play finals this year. So we've got Sydney, Melbourne, West Coast. They're in the eight now. St. Kilda, Essendon, Bulldogs. Who's going to play in the eight? So out of those teams, four out of the six can play finals. So I'll go Richmond, yes or no? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That question. Sydney, they'll win the flag. <laughs> Sydney will win the flag. <laughs> no, I'm just joking, but they might do. Uh, they'll they'll make the finals. Yeah, I reckon they could knock GWS out of the top four. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd knock Port, they'd Port, knock Port out of the top four, and probably Port Adelaide. Okay, if, right if, if they keep going like this, Giants haven't been that good this year. Let's let's be honest. Mm-hmm. All right, Melbourne. Yeah, they're good enough. <laughs> yeah, I I don't have the um the next six weeks ahead of me, but I my gut feeling is that Melbourne will stay in the eight. I think Port Adelaide this week is a huge game because where is it? It's at the G. I reckon Melbourne will win. I don't reckon they will. What sort of injuries are you guys running though? I mean, you've been decimated over recent weeks. Um, yeah, still no Watts. Um, he's touch and go. I think Jack Fine will probably try and get up. Mm. Uh, Jones is out. Tyson, right. don't know. Okay, He's yeah. okay, okay. Maybe they won't win. These <laughs> <laughs> are like three and six at the G this year. We win two wins mm. over Carlton and one by less than a kick over Collingwood after yeah. failing by five goals at halftime. Port, Port and I just I. But then there's, there's chronic inability to rate Port. Port. Every time they play someone decent, they stuff it up. It'll be a hundred all draw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <100-all> <laughs> as if we haven't had enough of them. <laughs> West Coast. I can definitely see them slipping out. Yeah, they're not they are not a good football team. No, they're not. That, that I watched the second half of the derby yesterday, and it was like it was like getting dental work done. It was awful. Xavier Alice tweeted, um, "Fitting for rural week." There's 44 butchers out there. <laughs> at Subiaco. He's a cracker on Twitter. He's, he's Xavier very Alice, funny. Yeah. Very good value. It was very funny. Um, it was so true. Yeah, as well. Frio had every right to win that game, and they had. At one point, they, they had scored 40... 44 points for the game. They didn't have any right to win <laughs> shit. Well, they. they... <laughs> At one point, they had 46 inside 50s for two goals. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. It was like in the third quarter. It was, it was had 30 inside 50s for the game. It was disgusting. It was awful. There was footage of Ross Lyon walking down to the bench near three-quarter time, and he's just got the most despondent look on his face. Uh, Absolutely I wonderful. really thought we uh, had enough quality to win this game. It uh, just... <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would have thought that uh, we yeah. have enough quality to kick goals, but uh, anyway. We'll anyway, anyway. Uh, St. Kilda at nine. What do you reckon, boys? Uh, oh. Your old side? Yeah. I don't think St. Kilda are going to make the finals, to be honest with you. But I could see them doing it. I could see them going on that sort of like Richmond-esque tear from a couple of years ago and then like scraping over the line and get spanked week one. Mm. Um, they've got some. They've got a really hard month coming up. Yeah. Not a really um, tough month. A coming bunch up. of fifty-fifty games. Yeah, I I think they could make it, but I don't think that they will. I think it's almost, yeah, I, almost it's like I don't think they're making the finals will make much like much of a difference. In all likelihood, like, they'll slip behind tenth place, which is Essendon, mm. because they've got North. I think Essendon are a better chance to make the finals than St Kilda, but yeah, all I West agree Coast, all West Coast. That'd probably be eighth for me. I'd keep the top seven and then swap Essendon and West Coast, and I think that'd yeah, be that's yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, um, and then finally, and this is it's oh, I get a bit nauseous thinking about this. Do you reckon Essendon and uh, the Bulldogs are going to make the finals? I definitely think Essendon can. Oh, I think I think God. They, yeah. <laughs> get a big dog up, your Collingwood. You <laughs> fucking deserve. <laughs> Fuck you all. How happy will he be if they make finals? They've got an easy run, Essendon. It, it makes me feel a bit sick that they may play finals this year. Yeah. We might get a Richmond Essendon 
elimination final. Mm. Oh, who who that. pisses their pants there? Richmond. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Where are the Bulldogs? I mean, even they look... Nah, they're, they, they're no chance. They are no chance, yeah. but... They, they kicked, what, 13 goals against Carlton yesterday? Their uh, first decent win in forever. They have, they have scored, but they they have scored fewer points than Brisbane. Yeah. It, the Bulldogs. Uh, they've yeah. had... A, yeah, they, and they don't look good. Bob Murphy doesn't look very good, to be honest with you. I think he's getting games through, through sentiment at the moment, but yeah, it's a big. I know it's a big call because I'm shooting Bambi there, but Ooh. I think he's uh, getting games through sentiment. You're blowing up Bambi's head. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm Luke, over the Bulldogs. Luke Beveridge has dropped Matthew Boyd this year. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm. We'll see. You, you can't really drop your captain though, can you? But if it comes down to you know St Kilda and Western Bulldogs, one of those teams forcing their way into the eight. Oh God, I don't know who I want to pick. <laughs> Probably yeah. St Kilda. We'll make, really make it a final. St seven. Kilda would be the nicest story, I think. Yeah, St Kilda would be. I just don't want to. Like, I know we've got a lot of Essendon fans who listen to this <laughs> podcast, but I was at the game the other week and had an Essendon fan just giving the bird to a TV inside a bar at the MCG <laughs> for five minutes straight. I said, <laughs> I said, mate, I said, mate, you realise that that's a TV? And he goes, Yeah, you realise you aren't going to. As a Collingwood fan, you realise you aren't going to uh, play finals this year. I go. Yeah, mate, I do realise that. I don't think you guys are as well. Thank, thanks, brother. So, so I really hope Essendon don't make it because I yep. look like an absolute fuckwit. <laughs> I've been saying it since probably round five or six. I think Essendon will finish seventh or eighth and win the flag. And it will be hilarious. It will really? be hilarious purely for the the, uh, the the boiled piss that will ensue. <laughs> so I'm, so I'm, what, what, what's their likely path? They'll beat Richmond, who are fifth in an elimination final. So Tigers still haven't won a final in 16 years. They... Run over to GWS and beat them. Go to what Adelaide, beat them. Yep. All or, or, or Geelong. At, yeah. Ugh. Imagine they beat Geelong in a preliminary final. I was, I was kind of, oh, like in man. the scenario. I'm imagining Geelong are knocked out somewhere along the line and don't have to play them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of hilarity, it is time for this. The big fellas angry. It's Rudy's rant. Uh, sorry, I fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want me to play the audio first, or do you want to tee off at him first? I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Kane Corns this week has made a name for himself, just uh, constantly running his mouth about stuff that I, I just don't understand why he's got to stick his oar in all the time. He, like, is this like what? What's this bloke's deal? Look, no one. You know, is there anyone in the media with consistently worse takes no, there's than not. Kane Corns? Maybe Nick Del Santo. I like Nick Del Santo. <laughs> We've had this argument before. I like Nick Del Santo. So this week he's, what, he's potted um, uh, Damien Hardwick, first of all. Patrick Dangerfield, mm. who just you know, had like the game of his life. And um, there was another one that currently escapes him because I foolishly didn't write it down. Walker. Oh, yeah. And then he had the tete-a-tete the -tete with Taylor Walker. Well, this is what he said about pa uh, Danger. <laughs> He, he, does, he, was he does exaggerate in oh. Well, it goes back oh. to... Oh, no, hang on, hang on. Now we're shooting bands. No, no, I'm oh, not. fake it till you make in, it. In his time at Adelaide, his teammates had to sit him down and say, look, you, you do carry on a little bit oh. with your injuries. Oh. And, and, oh, and, he, and, he, and he does. So I'd be surprised if he missed with that injury yesterday. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll get a couple of things out of the way first. I can understand why he would say that uh, Paddy uh, exaggerates the injuries. I think Paddy is pretty good at letting everyone know he's copped a stinger. That's fair to say. I, I don't think there's any way the Adelaide 
team sat him down and said, mate, you need to stop exaggerating your injuries. And if that had happened, who's telling Kane Corns about it? Who's telling 300 gamer, like Port Adelaide player, Kane Corns Cross about down it? Crossdown rival. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought so. And the bloke had just, like, he, he was clearly visibly injured. You could see the way he was walking around, like limping around, that he was very, actually genuinely injured. And then he's kicked up, like, he's had 11 scoring shots. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, Kane? Mm. And then Paddy's come out today and said, I don't know where he's got that from. We've never had that conversation. I don't listen to a word he says. And uh, as it's not hard to figure out, I'm hashtag Team Paddy on this one. <laughs> I think Taylor Walker, just, <clears throat> well, Taylor Walker was asked by Paul Stewart, what do you think of this? And I think uh, Tex replied, everyone has the same opinion about Kane. Irre- <laughs> irrelevant. Yeah, pretty much. There's the, they, he pretty much did say that. And then they put that to him on uh, the Sunday footy show. And uh, Tony Jones is like, oh, we'll try, he's trying to smooth things over. He's like, you guys, maybe you'll have a coffee in and sort it out. And Tex goes, what, a coffee in a boxing ring? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. There's like, clearly no love lost there. A lot of attention. I, yeah, I, I, it was pretty funny that, uh, that Tex didn't, you know, he didn't even he didn't even pretend for the cameras. <laughs> he, um, <laughs> he's like, no, I'll punch him. <laughs> I think Kane Corns is like, well, I was a bit of a cunt on field when I played. So I'm just going to continue that mantra off field in my media duties. He's he's not good in the media. Like he doesn't provide anything. Just yeah, he he'll like, tries to be provocative. That's it. Yeah, he's, and he's, I mean, he's, I, he's just starting. He's just starting fires, which I don't get from an ex-fireman. Mm. <laughs> I don't like. I mean, is I he don't... an ex-fireman? Has he given up on that dream already? Oh, he's in the media. It's kind of like a. Remember when Welshy from Essendon went to Hollywood to try and make it as an actor? <laughs> Why does no one talk about that? He's a, he's a, yeah, he's a beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just. Yeah, I, I, I just don't see, like, you sort of see him, I, you see him on that panel and he sort of sits there and he looks almost overawed with his weird, like, head, with his weird grin, like, he just looks a little bit, like, freaked out by what's going on around him and then he just drops these really incendiary comments and, like, do you, do it's you good rec- to see him held to account. Do you reckon that's, that's almost a directive on Corns, like, from Channel 9 or Croc Media or whatever, saying, okay, Kane, because... Assumably, he's got the balls to do it. He's already done it. Kane, like, your job is just to start shit, basically. Just, just say maybe. Just say whatever is more incendiary, or you know, those sort of things, because because he's got the balls to do it. Uh, maybe, maybe. I don't think this particularly not not, not not because he necessarily believes it, but because he. You know, it gets him attention. It gets him a, like he's he's got a Mate, he's got a big profile now. Maybe when he sits on footy, fills in not, on footy classified. Not the Sunday footy show. The Sunday footy show is like the most light-hearted show going around. I would say I, I'm the opposite. I don't mind him saying that stuff on the Sunday footy show. I prefer that they didn't bring it to classified. Okay, yeah, fair enough. All right, well, I'm just wrapping up here. Weird takes of the week. I got two for you boys. First one, Dane Swan. Absolutely, obviously, he's just he's given up. Like he just loves tweeting now. He's massive on Twitter and Instagram. Obviously, he watched Wimbledon last night, the big boy. This is his tweet. Federer's right arm is so much bigger than his left, it's ridiculous. Either he plays tennis with his right hand a lot or watches a lot of porn. <laughs> <laughs> How's Swanny? Swanny. <laughs> so you can't talk about the goat of tennis like that. That's what, uh, I think I pretty funny. That. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is funny. It's funny. I just thought it was a bit weird. Now, this one. Now, I'm sure you guys are all over Nuffies on AFL pages. Of course. Of course. Absolutely fantastic. How could you not be? You're doing yourself the service if you haven't. Mm. Yeah. Fa- fantastic Facebook page. Hats off to whoever takes the time to, to run that page. I saw one yesterday after uh, Western Bulldogs beat Carlton. Young uh, Lewis Young on debut had a great game. I saw this, yeah. And the comment was... Young Lewis Young. I would let Lewis Young, Young 
come on my face. <laughs> now, I'm a big fan of, of Mark McGough when he played for, for Collingwood, made his debut, but I can't see Carlton supporters saying they'd let Andrew Walker come on their face after his 26 disposal uh, debut back years ago. <laughs> I think paging Dean Polo. Yeah, I mean, you can love you can love a player making debut, but I think that's just a bit uh, a bit full on for my liking. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was he that's, even that's that good? Like he was okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he was quite good. To yeah, be fair. He was good. Twenty-one disposals. It's nine months. No, knowing the internet these days, is probably like one of his mates stitching him up. Maybe, probably. maybe it is. Um, so give me something, boys, as we wrap this podcast up. Round eighteen. Can't believe it's already round eighteen. This season is absolutely flying. What are you looking forward to, Roots? Um, what I am looking forward to, I I'm actually really looking forward to that Melbourne Port game at mm. the MCG. That's gonna sort. Uh, I was going to say, I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> it's going to it's gonna do a bit of sorting out uh, the, um, the... The, the boys from the men? Mm. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> yes. Because, you know, if you lose to Port, you're a bad side. So, Ethan, look out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, don't, don't remind me. Um, I'm looking forward to Richmond GWS, actually. Yeah. Um, I reckon if Richmond is serious about this season... Giants are there for the taking. They have not mm. been that good this year. They've not been that good over the last 10 weeks, especially. They're for the kill. Mm. If Richmond are dead serious, which they haven't been over the last two weeks. Now, they kind of fumbled over the line against Brisbane and got thumped by St Kilda. They need to make a statement, and a huge statement would be to rinse GWS at the G. And I reckon mm. they can do it. Okay. Um, I'm looking forward to Friday night. Adelaide Geelong, huge game. You talk about sorting boys from the man. This, this is a huge game in terms of top four. Um, you also got Paddy who rocked up the training with a moon boot up against his old team if he pulls up. There's so many stories within this game. I think it's going to be sensational. You reckon, Great. you reckon he'll get named? Paddy will play. Paddy absolutely will play. Uh, as Kane Corn said, he fakes injuries. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll play. I'm yeah, also looking yeah. forward to West, uh, Western Bulldogs Gold Coast because I actually don't think the Gold Coast are as bad as what everyone's saying. They're, they're, they're the sort of side that just surprises you, aren't they? And they they've got could, a win over Geelong at Metricon. They could surprise the Bulldogs. Uh, they probably won't. But I'm saying they could surprise the Bulldogs. Do you, do you reckon it is a surprise if they beat the Bulldogs? Absolutely. No one rates Gold Coast. Does anyone rate the Bulldogs? Well, they probably rate them better than the Gold Coast. So. Where's the game? It's, it's at Kazali. Kazali, yeah. So yeah, it's I in Cairns. I would not rule out the Gold Coast. Jeez, imagine how good a away trip is that? Going to Cairns, hanging out at Gilligan's Backpackers, going to watch the footy. <laughs> It's better than nah. foot, it's better than the western suburbs of Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, for sure. uh, that's it for the footy podcast, boys. As always, we'll be, we'll be back uh, next Monday after around eighteen. Uh, you can hit us up on the Facebook page, greenfootpost.com.au is the website, and on Twitter. Until next week, we'll catch you later.